Before this episode of Countdown to Infinity, a couple of things that we need to talk about. The first thing is this is a spoiler-full episode. So John, Andrew, and myself are talking Quantum Realm, Kang, Ant-Man, and we're spoiling it all. So if you haven't seen the movie, listen to the other episodes before this. I think we've got one that's spoiler-free, and then we've got a, a first reactions in there too. But again, if you haven't seen that movie yet ant-man and the wasp quantumania listen to those because this episode is full of spoilers and the second thing i need to bring up is the fact that you can listen to brand new episodes exclusive episodes that no one else has heard about the mcu about star wars about movies in general all at patreon.com slash delphinpod d-e-l-f-i-n-p-o-d head there and you you can i mean i think we even got video episodes you can look at us watch our faces talk and i'm sure you'll be able to take some fun screen grabs there so go to patreon.com slash delphin pod and support the pod and get all kinds of hours and hours of exclusive content not seen or heard anywhere else so without further ado enjoy this week's episode Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we're back. We're talking for the third time <laughs> about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, the 31st film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I was thinking about this driving over here. I was like, how? what franchise has the most movies because bond only has like 26 right or 27 yeah, around that it would have to be this right now or, it's gotta be or something it has to be i can't think of what else there's it 42 would be. total things though godzilla in the MCU. oh yeah because of the shows and but you know what i'm saying godzilla does have a lot of stuff that's true mm, for well sure uh my uh oh uh, my name is emmanuel hey i'm andrew what's up it's john i'm gonna right now google how many godzilla films there are do you have any guesses Probably, uh, I want to say like around that, maybe like around 40. Maybe 44. I don't know, maybe. Damn. Yeah, really it's probably like 30. Film. Yeah, I was like, maybe less than that. Because they, they 30, were... 8. Yeah, mm. close to 40. Yeah. So, so it has more than the MCU More movies. than the MCU, and they're still making Godzillas. But there's 42 total MCU things. Yeah, and yeah. none of the Godzilla things are really that connected. <laughs> um, <laughs> For some sure. of them are pretty wild. I am, look, I know everyone Hi, who listens Luke. to this pod... Kidding. They've been sending letters via mail, via carrier carrier pigeon. pigeon. Yeah, I'm getting these World War II letters from the front lines (laughs) from our listeners. And they're from the 40s, too. That pigeon's been flying around for a while. Um, They they enjoy when y'all are back because you're the OGs of Countdown to Infinity. This is the 31st MCU film. Before this, we talked about every movie. In a row. So there's at least 31 episodes. we went one more again and did it again. Right? Did we do that? Like, we talked about maybe the the characters again. The characters. That was the second season, right? Where we just did the... um, It was kind of like the the Marvel Legends thing on Disney+. Plus. We we did that first. Let's do this recap. Let's call it Marvel Heroes. I'm just kidding. Obviously, I still am contractually obligated to watch all the MCU stuff. But you do as well. Are y'all still as excited about the MCU in what is now, I think, our 15th or 16th year of this. And, uh, I mean, I know you're keeping up with all the other stuff, but how I would say rate it from 1 to 10. How 
hard. <laughs> no, no. How <laughs> bricked up are you? <laughs> how, 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 I guess, like, are you still looking forward to all the Marvel stuff, Drew? Surprisingly, yes. I think I was a skeptic post-Endgame, like the way a lot of people are, because, like, how do you repeat that? How yeah. do you keep it fresh? Um, and then the, the Disney Plus shows kind of wowed me and floored me. Um, and brought me on to signing on to Marvel for another 10 years uh, um, contract to lock it up. And uh, yeah, and so every, th- every single project I think has surprised me in, uh, in a specific way. Even if people, the, the discourse or the uh, consensus wasn't genu- generally positive, I think I've enjoyed it for what it is. Because, you know, even stuff like Multiverse of Madness and Thor Love and Thunder that wasn't as well received i was a fan of because of the creators that were making it yeah and so i'll watch a taika waititi movie i don't really care what it is it could be anything um I, i'll watch a sam raimi movie doesn't matter what it is and so yeah. i've always been biased towards certain filmmakers that way and i think that helped me enjoy the um those movies that people didn't really didn't dig as as much but also the the low bars that I think people are setting for these movies, uh, it, it, the critics uh, specifically in this Ant Man movie, mm-hmm. um, since they kind of demolished it before it came out. I know you saw it during one of the press screenings and stuff like that, but um, I don't know if there was applause or if if it felt generally positive and stuff like yeah. that. But um, so they had kind of set a low bar, and I was like, man, it, it, did they lose their luster? And that's why that's one of the reasons why I think I enjoyed this one so much is because I thought people talk about it like if it's the worst. Marvel movie. Yeah. I think the worst Marvel movie is behind us, that's for sure. Probably long behind us, to be honest. For with sure, you. yeah. And because, I mean, there's a reason it's a formula. It's because it works. Yeah. And by any means, if if the people like it and the critics don't, then it still did its job. And it, it made bank at the movie theaters and um, not Avatar Way of Water Bank. They're still number two running. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't think anything makes yeah, James yeah, exactly. Cameron bank. But, I don't know yeah. what he does, but yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I I, um, I am still a believer, surprisingly. Um, and stuff a like. True believer. Yeah, Miss Marvel has blown me away. Where, like, Miss Marvel was one of the. Miss Marvel and Werewolf by Night were some of the top 10 things MCU mm-hmm. has made um, ever. And, uh, to you know, at least in my opinion. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I would say I'm still a fan. I, I agree with you that we'll talk about this later on. There's some maybe mm-hmm. expectation stuff going on with Marvel, which is almost uh, something that they created by landing the plane successfully in Endgame, you know, with mm-hmm. how high I think some of that is because, yeah, that definitely plays a factor in it. But, but you're right. Like, these movies still work, I think, uh, when it comes to being successful and being seen by so many people. This movie made like three hundred million dollars in a week. Just yeah, and just That's that week, just bonkers. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I feel like MCU is still really important. John, are you still really really excited for Mar- for Marvel stuff? I wouldn't say if I'm I'm like too excited, but I'm never disappointed when I watch them. You know, I'm, I'm always yeah. going to seek them out. And I think maybe the I don't want to say like maybe the magic is gone because like I don't know exactly what that means. But like it's not the excitement and the shininess of it all is not there the way it used to be at least for me. But you know. It doesn't keep me like I'm always having a good time watching the show. Like it doesn't matter if it's the newest show or if it's the newest movie. Um, and then me having like kind of an attachment to the, you know, to, you know, growing up with like you know like being exposed to various characters here and there. Like that's pretty cool. Like you know I, I, I would have loved for this to happen. Like it's cool that this is still happening. In other words, but you know again like sitting down and watching the movie and just like whoa, like, yeah. 
a lot of fun. Well, phase three capped off the, yeah, phase three capped off the all, you know, everything that we, you know, kind of associate with Marvel since 2008. Phase four, we just wrapped up kind of the in-between period. And this movie kicks off the next phase, phase five, introducing us in the cinematic sense to Kang, the Conqueror played um, by Jonathan Majors. I agree that there's, and I think Feige knows this too. Kevin Feige did an interview recently, and this is like, I don't even know if this is big news, but he did say that it's getting harder to uh, kind of have the Marvel things be in the zeitgeist as much as it was the, you know, for the original films. Like there would be one movie, two movies, sometimes three, and they would just like kind of suck all the attention for everything and all pop, pop culture. Last year, we saw, I don't know, how many shows and, and movies. So a lot, yeah. they are kind of slowing the uh, the amount of stuff they're that's the thrown Star at Wars us. Thing. And that's why yeah. like, we're, we're back into Star Wars mode because like it only comes around For like, sure. once a year The Marvels now. got pushed back to like the fall. And I think it is just so that there's, that, you know, give people time to catch up. <laughs> You know, and take breaths too, apparently. And I'm sure it helps the production of these things to have more time and be more refined and to do more tweaking. And so, um, you know, there's a lot to talk about in the MCU, and we'll talk about that later on and probably, you know, into the future. But let's talk about this movie Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Everyone's back. Paul Rudd as the titular Ant Man, Evangeline Lilly um, as the Wasp, Jonathan Majors. is I would say one of the newer additions to the cast as Kang uh, the Conqueror specifically, mm-hmm. um, but a version of Kang we've seen before in Loki. Um, Catherine Newton, re- uh, I guess, takes over the role of Cassie Lang, right? Yeah, who also becomes. I mean, there's a big Young Avenger thing happening. We've talked about it every movie and show. It's happening here too with her. Um, and then uh, we've got Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas that return uh, as well. Drew, what did you think of Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania? What do you think about spending all that time in the quantum realm? I it made a quantum maniac out of me. Wow, um, we got to do a lot of those puns. Yeah, um, I, I like- took my aunt. To the movies. I wanted them to just put quantum in front of everything. Like, this is air, but this is like quantum, quantum air. air. Oh. Quantum and like, air. oh, man. So everything they did was like, oh, man, that's a quantum ant. Quantum ant? Like, you know, and so uh, things like that. But yeah, no, I think I, I liked it a lot. Um, I was blown away by it in IMAX 3D. I'll tell you that much. Um, everything is a, is a spectacle. And I think they use a lot of the volume to achieve that. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer kind of talks about her process. Um you know, they, they they talk about the process of making a comic book movie for so long because she she was in Batman Returns, and um, yeah yeah. So she described about how it, it helped her here when everything was there and not green screen. But anyway, um, I I loved uh, I liked it a lot. I, th- I had a lot of fun. I like that this movie really enhances the role of the shrinking and growing people, Ant Man and the Wasp, or Good stature or wh- whoever you. Because then we have the OG Ant Man and the Wasp there too. Yeah, that's true. Um, so it's like the Ant Man family almost. Uh, Van Dyne or Janet get some some Wasp action in there too. That's yeah, yeah, cool. and uh, I was I was real happy that it kind of made them a little bit more serious, and that might be what critics didn't like about it. They the first two Ant Man movies set up a flavor for it, and then this one doesn't use that flavor. And it, it is very different. Um, Paul Rudd is funny in anything, and he seems to be the only place that comedy comes from besides the whole guy who is played by David. I don't uh, know how to say his last name. Polka Dot Man. Yeah, yeah. And so, which he returns from the f- previous two Ant Man. He's the only one that does return from the, true. the gang. Yeah. Um, this is the work of you know. Um, yeah. 
So yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's it, besides that there, there's no real I guess um I don't think anything else works comedically. And Modoc to an extent I I liked him um a lot uh too but yeah i i think it really stuck the landing for what it was trying to be was it which was like a an avengers level threat for ant-man and i think that gives him and the wasp a lot of credibility um because if it was captain america down here you think he would have won i don't think so you know um i think that these two are are smart and they know um it just kind of shows you that them at their full potential rather than it just being a gimmick of like you you shrink and grow that's it here they're using their brains to get out of this different dimension that would freak anyone else out, um, and um, yeah, and, and it pays off at the end. Um, I, I love when people kind of discount it, where they're like, "Kang was defeated by ants." I was like, "Yeah, but do you know that that's Ant Man's power?" Yeah, and also and so, these are ants that spent a thousand years evolving yeah, in the quantum. For sure, level. and so it's it's people that um, I think it's 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 tough for them to suspend disbelief because a lot of the I mean, oh, 2008. 2008's uh, Iron Man is very grounded. It was the Dark Knight formula yeah. of like everything needs to be realistic. And now we've gotten to the point where it's like, oh, we're going to lose the people who like that stuff because you're going to see a guy that's as big as a planet trying to eat the planet with Galactus or something, you know? Yeah. Um, so you have to kind of suspend the um, a little bit more disbelief to be in something like this where so much of the first two were based in real science. Um, and this one to an extent too, you know? Uh, but yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Um, I think it was fun. I think Jonathan Majors is amazing and steals the show here, which it should have. He he had to um, here. Um, I think it, it's a it is also a different flavor from Thanos. I think people weren't expecting for him to get um, riggedy wrecked by the end of it, and he was supposed to still be alive. But you end up finding out that if you didn't watch Loki, that Kang is a little bit more than just this, and th- that this is his superpower. Is um, you can't get rid of him. He's kind of like the reverse Flash from yeah. from Flash, where it's like every time you kill one, the next one pops in. And um, I think he he did a good job at laying the groundwork to introducing people to something like that. Um, Guess start thinking about time, everyone. Get well, your get your mind wrapped around when like time. I I love that it's still he's still kind of a mystery. Like he shows up and they're like, oh yeah, he's got the tech to make him this thing, but yeah. you never see how he um, how he grew up. And you know, I think that'll be tied to Reed Richards later. Because him and Victor Von Doom are part of his lineage. And so you're like, damn, how does that happen? Does Reed's kids go after Doom's kids? Or, you know, do they fall in love? We're definitely getting a Fantastic Four movie, so... Yeah. And so I think that that's where it will end. Where King it'll the be Conqueror's real name is Nathaniel Richards. It's and like so, a descendant of and and Reed I think Richards. a lot of people don't know that, and it's going to surprise them when they do find that out in Fantastic Four. But um, again, this one lays the the groundwork for that that you can unravel the mystery and pull at these different versions. I he- I heard that Loki season two is supposed to be him taking over the TVA to try to stop Kang variant. So what he who remains was doing, keeping the Kang variants out, making one sacred timeline. Cause I know that Kang can't infiltrate this. Um, I heard Loki's trying to put that back together. Cause he doesn't want Sylvie to die on this rampage against these, this infinite person, the, you know, uh, where you don't really get rid of something like this unless it's at the source. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I thought it was really, really awesome. Michelle Pfeiffer kind of was bigger in this movie than I ever thought she was going to be. Um, she's, she's like, Kang's best friend in this movie. Um, I didn't think she was going to be taking that type of role here. But, um, yeah, it was a welcome surprise. And, it, again, it just gave everyone more reputation again. Where in, like, Civil War, he, it, it, when he becomes Giant Man, it's kind of like a gimmick. It, it, it's it's your one thing. Do their one thing. But here they they seem like more. Kang, Scott Lang has a fist fight with Kang at the end of this. 
And you're like, wow, that's not Scott with his suit on. He's literally squaring up with I think I think you're being guy. really nice to him to call the fist fight. Because yeah, yeah. Kang was... Kang was winning yeah. most, but I mean, and then the Wasp comes in and she gets her moment where it's like, holy crap, like Wasp, she has this moment in the comics. And so for her, to have her be Ant-Man's rock in this one, it, it just solidifies their 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 power couple status of the, of the MCU and of, of what they're really capable of. And that goes with the OG ones too, where, um, you know, Michael, I mean, Michael Douglas, uh, uh, what's his name? Hank Pym comes in with the yeah. other ants yeah. and then... Yeah. Um, uh, Van Dyne basket of ants. Yeah, she uh, she befriends Kang and stops him twice. You know, almost. So it's just um, yeah, I, I I really dug it a whole lot more than I thought I was going to, and I shouldn't dig it this much this far in, but I did. John, what do you think of Hank Hank Man? Wow, Hank Man, Hank Pym as a man. No, what did you think of uh, Ant Man and the Wasp? Quantum Hold on, great. I um I also liked it more than I thought I was going to. I kind of in reading like you know some of the you know some of the discourse that was you know leading up to the you movie. You get caught like, up in it. Yeah, sometimes you get, you do get, get caught up in it, or sometimes it does freak you out a little bit if you read a little bit too much. You know that certain you know opinion is swaying to one side or something. But um, going into it, and then having you know obviously like watching it and stuff, I did find it. Uh, it was really fun. Like you know, at the end of the day, it's um it's, it's very different than what I was thinking the movie was going to be um it did feel all over the place at sometimes um like people were kind of in different movies like you know ant-man paul rudd's paul rudd's energy and like the um the scott lang energy is very different from the kang energy that's happening because kang is so serious and so like brooding and mm. you know almost like a thrown out monologue like he's a shakespeare character basically and which we found have, out where jonathan majors went to school earlier yeah yeah, yeah. and then but but you have like you know uh goofy moments like you know like the dude the holes the dude with the holes and stuff whole and guy like, yeah yeah the whole guy and then you have like you know, straight out of rick and morty his name is veb you have a random bill murray like you know a uh, fucking cameo that and the dude out. from the good place too where it's like damn you probably should have utilized these characters place, yeah 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 i forgot quaz william jackson yeah, harper you, you probably should have utilized these two actors a little bit more definitely uh definitely yeah because i was like bill yeah, a lot of people thing. wanted him to be uh freaking reed richards <laughs> yeah 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 he would have been a good one um yeah you do have kind of like plot heavy stuff like that and this one's more more on the plot heavy like it's it's very plot heavy it's a very plot heavy movie i don't know if i'm I'm really articulating that that well but it's not like it's a i got the feeling that shit kept happening because every scene had like some character who was given out like you know the info and stuff which is natural when there's a lot of arcs to go full circle on too which yeah. a lot of this movie does do so even if you had complaints about specific story beats i think um yeah, it ends up it, it it speaks for itself. Even with the relationship with the kid and um, what's her name? Yeah, Cassie Cass- Lang. Cassie. And, I was like, I was gonna say Catherine, but that's her real name. Yeah, I like the family dynamic that they had going here. Um, I the characters being split up is a smart way to do it, but it just kind of I guess that's a way to the filmmaker in me is kind of thinking like that's probably just an easy way to just shoot everybody, like just kind of keep them separated. It's a journey to the center of the earth. Yeah, and if like you watch Strange Strange Worlds from Disney, it is almost. It's very similar to that, even to where the uh, creatures look the same yeah. in in Strange World. Strange Worlds is a live action movie. No, it's it's the okay. animated movie from okay. Disney. You it definitely out. is like a journey to the center of the earth type of thing, or like a sh- the incredible. There's something else called like the voyage from beyond. So, some beyond of the beginning like reminded me of the Honey I Shrunk the Kids like dynamic. Yeah, I, the I was like, holy like smokes! Yeah. There's a lot of that, and in then it. it goes into Wizard of Oz. So. It feels very Rick and Morty esque. I think that's maybe intentional because some of the writers, I think, my the main come, writer from this, yeah. uh, Jeff Loveness hates Loveness. Justin Roiland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Loveness also is writing the Kang Dynasty. The Kang Dynasty, yeah. yeah. But like, it's um, 
Which, why then, wouldn't you get someone from really, that show on We'll get into like the this. specifics in a second, but, like, as far as, like, the quantum realm, there's, like, really highs and lows. I think it's a little over-designed for my taste, but um, everything did look really cool. Like, you know, at, at times, I guess well, at times, but, yeah. like, um, but most of the, t- like, the action and all the, all the stuff that's supposed to look really cool looks really cool, I guess. You know, like, the, I, I really did enjoy the fight scenes at the very end. I love the design. Of most of these characters, even though they're really goofy, they're leaning into the goofiness of it. I mean, these ants, there's ants there that, that evolved like thousands of years and are just like, you know, highly intelligent. And so I love that they're leaning into the very comic booky aspects of stuff that wouldn't work like normally in a live action movie. Like, you know, um, like MODOK mm-hmm. of all things. Um, I love all of that, that they're embracing that with this. Um, it is a very zany movie um, with some elements of seriousness, but I do love the the that it sets up the you know um the future of it because i am excited to see more on a curious level but also like you know as a fan i'm really obviously um hyped for the story but on a curious level i want to see how they're going to execute kang um kang yeah because i was like you might not it could work or it can't work you know you can either like you the audience might just be watching you kill the same character over and over possibly it's a it's a real uh, conversation for sure. yeah yeah exactly yeah. so i was like I, the execution I'm, I'm very interested in how like they because you can yeah. get to some trippy shit like you can do some doctor who-esque like yeah some shit there. i mean yeah how what is the appetite how many times could we watch but again it's King. probably all in the execution so and then if they're if they're very confident and then going forward with the foundation that is jonathan majors because he's like a great actor and he's yeah. pretty young still yeah yeah and then you know and then if they are pumping the brakes because of all this like yeah. stuff, then they can probably get it right. You know, I, I you know they they got I know time. Endgame and stuff. They have time too, but yeah. they also like you know they they got all that stuff right. Like you yeah, know, they did time. And, and you're right, they did yeah. time was a big part of Endgame. Yeah. So um, so yeah, like it was a overall Quantum Mania was pretty good. I mean, I think I mean we're still at the beginning of Phase Five, but like you know, um, I'm excited for the future. I it's guess. a good start. Yeah. yeah, I think that this movie more than anything else from the MCU so far. I think your reaction to it will definitely be influenced on how you relate to the MCU, the other MCU right, stuff. Yeah. If you've how, kept up, if yeah. you've kept up, if you're used to uh, like comic books, because there's sure. this is the this movie and and some of the more recent stuff feel the most comic booky. Did you, you read know? the spinoffs? Oh, if you didn't read the spinoff in, in Loki, you're not gonna have a good well, time. Even the experience of just opening a comic book mid-run and not knowing from you know not reading the first uh step and being like oh i just assume you know all this stuff is happening and you're you're fine with it which may not necessarily be the experience for people that just watch you know mc movies once a year or whatever right so i get that there may be a lot of this that feels especially if you don't know that kang comes back over there's a learning yeah there's gonna be a learning curve we're we're past the it's funny like the the, they keep saying we're in the end game now but we're like past that to where like we're in we're not in casual audience territory no, anymore. No, there's gonna be uh, I'm we'll, we'll talk about this later on, but the the team up phase, the on your lefting of basically every movie <laughs> since Endgame is real. Like it's and honestly, it was before that too because Captain America: Civil War, not a Captain America movie, like really. Yeah, but uh-huh. that is a thing that people have to understand now. There's just really big, deep levels of just broad, long form storytelling that i think people are starting to get like used to and i knew that there was going to be some weirdness about this movie when do you remember when multiverse of madness came out and some people like that's a movie that i like needed a cigarette after watching because i was like damn that was a lot (laughs) and some people's main 
concerns were there weren't enough camp there wasn't enough and i was like there is something there's a disconnect there's you know yeah because yeah. multiverse is wild <laughs> like i was like uh-huh. the wildest movie we've For seen sure so i understand some of this and look i think a lot of it too is like we've touched on it's and i don't think it's a bad thing like a guardians movie feels like a guardians movie yeah and mm-hmm. you know what you're signing up for and people enjoy that um, Ant-Man, I think, was it's kind of in that vein. Michael Pena, uh, Randall Park, you know, it's San, the San Francisco elements, the kind of right. lower stakes com- comedic vibes of the first two movies, which honestly were like palate cleansers because they always came out after like fucking Infinity War or like it, they were yeah they like were in Age between of these, Ultron Age of Ultron like, they were like here's here's something to tie here's you something over light here's something light. And um, so I get that some people were like, whoa, 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 this is not that. And, you know, it, and I, like, I think I texted y'all, like, it, it's a conscious effort. Peyton Reed told Kevin Feige, I don't want Ant Man to be a palate cleanser. I want him to kick off the next phase. And they were like, okay, like, he's paid his dues. He is in, kind of an OG ish Avenger. Yeah. So Shit. he's I, around. I, I told John uh, when him and Kang were fighting at the end, I wanted him to say that I could do this all day. Yeah. Because he's a big fa- cab fan. And I was like, man, that would be that would mean it's, so much that like it's him stepping into like a leadership role of the Avengers. Which now. he is. Yeah. And, ma- and one of the more power. And honestly, well, and, in terms of like family, like Toretto. his group, his little group of Avengers now, family. pretty, pretty powerful. Even with Janet Van Dyne and, when, and Hank. When yeah. now it, it kind of makes me nervous because you know what's coming. It's going to be uh, the Avengers, the first one, and then they're going to get rid of all the adults. And then the only Kids people that'll only. be there, it'll real, be like Jimmy Neutron, the movie. Sa- uh, Sakar, or is it Scar from uh, Hulk, the Hulkling or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you're going to have Yelena and you're going to have uh, all the sidekicks come in yeah. and go, you know. And you know that, you'll, I mean, this is like. And they're going to save and the older people and then it's going to be the combined forces, uh, yeah. the on your left and thing, we, Avengers Assemble. This is maybe too inside Hollywood, but you know that it's going to be Tom Holland, Florence Pugh. Lead. Like it's going to be the movie star. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but this movie. I think just like, I mean, I think the quantum realm is really, really creative. Um, I think they tried to cram so much of it that maybe, like, there's the moment where Janet Van Daren stops what seems like a dune type of tribe, like, running at her. And I was like, wait, I thought I had missed something earlier. And I was like, no, no, they're just going to keep, like... BT dubs. This is a this is some crazy rule that only she knows about because yep. she's been down here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, here we go. Um, what part was this? What the fuck? She it, stops. Yeah, like she, she's like, I'm gonna f- get us a ride. Yeah, oh, so yes, she stops right. and yeah, she she's like, like a giant stingray, like a giant like yeah. quantum. Stingray and I thought that was like, shit. oh, they're gonna be with these people forever. And it really is like, no, they're gonna meet like a million more people like this. So the quantum realm was really um, exciting. I do think there was maybe a lot of. It's almost like they were pulled into two focuses because. Obviously, Kang is huge for the franchise and for all of MCU. So that had to happen. And I think Michelle Pfeiffer, you know, got her time in the Ant-Man franchise, which is great here. But right. it did, your, like, to your credit, John, it's like, it feels like, man, is this a, like a stranded desert island movie in the quantum realm? And then there was, you know, the, I think the, 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 the only thing I wish that they had kind of focused a lot more on, and maybe it wouldn't have fit the light, airy Ant-Man stuff, was the fact that, like, man, Ant-Man had been, or uh, Scott had been gone from his daughter for years. She was for a while. Yeah, been yeah. in prison, which is wild, <laughs> or jail, you know, yeah. um, damn. And it's, you know, it's somewhat addressed. And I, I was like, man, that's like a very tense, but maybe a different movie kind of thing of being like, I don't even know who you are anymore after i've been snapped and they do explore that in other mcu stuff 
But not um, a whole lot in this one. Not a whole lot, because I was like, man, that's like a, for Scott. And if this was like Ant-Man, an Ant-Man, Ant-Man movie, which obviously it's not, it's like, it's doing a whole lot. I thought that would be like the primary focus. And the fact that she has powers now is kind of like a an interesting like uh, dynamic to have. But it, you know, I guess they sort of address it when he's in the thing. Uh, what did we call it? The multiverse engine or something? And yeah. I forgot what this is called. I'm sure like there's a, a name for it. Probability core. Or the probability like matrix thing where he yeah, like yeah. makes multiple he makes variants of variants himself, yeah. of himself in Ant Man, and they all decide to work together to like yeah. help Cassie. I guess that was fine, but I was like that sort of moment for that relationship is is maybe second string to the Kang. Does that make sense? Yeah. Which is like, I get it. and But that is the downside of being like, I, let's be the movie that kicks off the next phase is we're, we're not necessarily only focused on, you know, Scott Lang yeah, um, as I much. I didn't also like, as much as there was, because there is a lot of scenes I'm, I'm remembering in the movie. I mean, Cassie and, and um, Scott are paired together. You yeah. Know, mostly. Stranded together. Yeah. Um, Drink I the still kind of wanted more. They drank the ooze like, together. Wasn't, was, am I feeling weird for being like that? Still came off as a little hollow. Like something I, just still. I don't know what wasn't the, right about it. I, I don't know what the runtimes are, but I would assume there was more. It's pretty even. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm saying I'm sure it's pretty even between their relationship and then the, Kang and Fire. You know, and, yeah. and then even like Hank with his fun like hands in the ship and his ant obsession oh, yeah. little, thing little uh, alien socks yeah the fuck i think it's like just me. like an efficiency thing like oh, they okay. i yeah. think they were like let's freaking just punch it through and maybe that's why it felt a little less just like well, maybe because it wasn't maybe as much emotion yeah. as i kind of would and have liked i don't want to jump to the end but when i thought that he and i don't know if y'all thought, thought this i thought scott and um hope Hope, yeah. Had sacrificed themselves oh, at yeah, the end. Did. And I, I was so about too. to be like, ooh, damn. Yeah, like, here's some stakes. I was, here. Here's like some. They're like, you know what? We're going to fucking keep his ass in the quantum realm, and I'm going to be away from you again. And I was legit like, oh, shit, this is going to get complicated. Um, but that doesn't happen. Yeah, doesn't happen. They're back. And, well, that, and like she's ending, the one who finds them, though. She's the one that finds them. She's the one that finds them. I think, like, she just turns on the battery. It looks like yeah. there's no time at all. Like, there was no <laughs> like, melo. And maybe this would have been too far. But there is no melodramatic scene of Scott telling her, like, I'll see goodbye. you again. Right, I'll yeah, come yeah, back yeah. soon. Which I was, I, I was, like, almost to being, like, this is the most emotional part of the whole movie. But without that happening, the most emotional part of the movie is, like, a Kang moment. <laughs> like, it's, it's a yeah. Kang you know, it's it's. Uh, I think for me, it was uh, uh, Van Dyne yeah. finding out through the through that engine through thing, the engine yeah. thing who he was, and I was like, that was the like kind of the apex of the you know whatever big moment I think in the whole movie was. You're, you're talking about the scene like right before that where they're like sitting up against it, like they're resting and they're talking yeah, about the why mo- they're mm-hmm. there, and then he tells her, and she sees. Yeah, but yeah, he, yeah but the scene before that is like really great because he promises her, like he makes her tell the story, yeah. and he, he's like, "You're gonna get home." He's yeah. like, "It's gonna be like you never left." He's like, "I promise you." Yeah, and I was like, "Damn, that's wild." And then that's when she touches the thing afterwards, and she's freaked out. Yeah, yeah there's like a betrayal. Like, there's a yeah, yeah. there's a lot that going on there. But that's some pretty good acting, like in that scene. Like, I know from both from both powerhouses. Super impressive. Like, I mean, those two. I mean, for sure. Like everyone, and then Michael Douglas, of course. And then I I, I said this, I think, with Brent too. Michael Douglas is ending uh, the joke. Like he's like he's having a fun time. He's having a great time. The 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 funnest moment. I don't know if it's the funniest moment. Maybe it is, and maybe uh, yeah. Who knows? But for me, it was Bill Murray 
who maybe was in the movie or on, I think I texted you like was on set for maybe like 30 minutes or something. And maybe if you look at the shop composition, never in the same room as anyone in that entire scene. But that was really fun. And in my head, it was like the idea that star power still exists that I was like, oh man, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer and Bill Murray are a jealous, you know, trouble thing. I was like, ah, that's like an early nineties movie. Yeah. I was like, this is awesome. This is so good. And it worked really well, especially because of the weirdness of being in the quantum realm and her having needs and him, uh, not he, being human? What is he? Like, what is Bill Murray? He, I think he, they don't call themselves human from the oh, quantum realm, but okay. all, uh, our species still exist down there. He's like humanoid-ish. Yep. And then, of course, he gets eaten by a thing. I don't know. But it's, I thought that was squid that eats him. That he eats, That remember? he ate, that got big. Get, yep. Hey, we got to get our hands... I feel like... Squid. We got to get... No, but we got to get, get that pim particle thing. Like the Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. Uh, what are those? Like frisbees or whatever? Oh, yeah. little, like, I little have one in, on my yeah. shelf over there. You can just slap them on things and make them big. Make him small. I wonder where Scott keeps his. Does he keep him in his like in his belt or his something? Utility belt, yeah. Like, always you know, be Hope shoots him in her wrists yeah. and shit. And Hope has like lasers, which is pretty cool. Or, and like, I the did... Wasp always has the lasers. But they need to give Scott a gun. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Get a yeah. Uh, let's play a game real quick, and then we'll come back. We'll talk Modok. We'll talk ants. Oh yeah, we need to talk um, Modok. We'll talk more Kang. I feel like we're gonna say Kang a million times. So this is a game. So originally, I had a game set based on microscopic organisms because everything was small and then it just got so depressing because you thought of all our dicks no it just got so boring <laughs> uh, yeah that's why i got so depressed because i was thinking of our dicks when i was looking at microscopes that's why it's really hard for us to talk ant-man because all our yeah. dicks are the size because of ants. let's be honest size envy huh? yeah, exactly, um yeah. well so instead we're playing a game this movie features qu- the quantum realm the pym particle a lot of fake science in Ant-Man <laughs> and the Wasp Quantumania, unless this is true. It's all we don't know. Science. We can't prove it, right? Even MODOK. I, it's all based in reality. Science is fake. Okay, no, Mr. Evangeline Lilly. Okay, did we're going to we talk. Co- did we come from apes? We're going to talk. Oh, my God. We're going to do that. What's that book? Tim Allen? No. no the, the tweet by Tim Allen? Or something? With it. Uh, whatever. Um, oh, we're going we're gonna to talk about fake science in other movies faux science i am going to read some faux science just terms or or just simple theories and then you will have time he's like vaccines that's what i was just kidding it's too it's too too on the nose especially with the mcu and the slate that they've got oh yeah you're actors pretty much everywhere now right (laughs) um let's uh, so i'm gonna read you do you want an example first or you want to go into it i feel like it's a pretty easy game I'm going to read an element of fake science, and you have to tell me what movie yeah, go ahead. Oh, what I movie got it's this. from. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Okay, so. It starts off pretty easy. You don't have like an hard. example one? Yeah, no, no, no. Just no, no, go, no. Let's just, just go, go balls deep. Yeah. Okay, and fine, you'll fine. say it. You don't have to text it. Yeah, Whoever says what? it first. Here's the first one. Ready? <laughs> Hollow Earth Theory. Congress uh, Zilla. Yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. Does that make sense? All sorts of stuff. It's like that. It's everything. No, no, yeah. It's not just Marvel. Although we probably could just do a Marvel based one door float and you're just like uh um, fake science a titanic <laughs> here's the next one heptopods palindromic phrases premonition tenet tenet no shit i said i just heard palindrome heptopods palindromic phrases premonitions it actually doesn't start easier because that was this is minority easy. report Mm-mm. that's a good one i, I, I just thought one. about premonitions Hmm. Heptopods. I don't know what the fuck. Heptopods. Palindromic <laughs> phrases, premonitions. Here's a clue. I think Brent were those, get this were one those, pretty quick. Yeah, I know. Dune. 
So it's like a, no, 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 it's not like, Dune. It but it's like a Brent knows all about Dune. But this is like a flavor of Dune. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it, Blade Runner? No. What you're the getting fuck? so fucking close. close. When I say I'm this, you're gonna be close. Pissed. I'm gonna give you one more guess. Heptopods? No, one more guess. Heptopods, palindromic like, phrases, premonitions. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna count down. You're Three, done. <laughs> you guessed once. Two, you're fucking done. One. Star Wars. I'm you were kidding. so close because here's another clue. This doesn't count now. Star Trek. You named Dune. I named all of Denis Villeneuve's projects except for Prisoners. Except for? There's one more. Uh, oh, you're talking about uh, Sicario? No. <laughs> Heptopods. Denis Villeneuve. Palindromic phrases. Oh, it's Arrival. Premonition. Arrival. It's Arrival yeah. with uh, Damn it. Amy Adams, who we talked about before. Full circle. That Amy is true. Adams. Damn, that's a good movie. BVS. Holy hell. Heptopods was the name of those creatures because they had seven legs. Palindromic phrases, were, you know, and then yeah. she kept having those. Now what you say it now. I'm just like, what? But like, Tenet. Here's the next one. Again. You ready? Ooh, I actually <laughs> don't want to read this next Because I already said the answer no, to it already. I don't <laughs> know if it is going to be canceled. Oh. I'm not going to. Okay, here we go. He's all dinosaurs. Um, let's just say that one I skipped would Whoa. have made your Brian Singer. Nice. Nice. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. Or uh, Army of the Dead. Lysine Contingency. Mm, does that ring a bell for you? Lysine Contingency. No, it doesn't. What's the fuck? He never looks so lost. I know. I saw no. Maybe, Should it have been? No, he's kidding. Maybe one of the most famous science fiction movies... To the other one, one space that, Odyssey. No. Okay, well, what the like, fuck then? The you can't do trick my ass contingency. like contingency. What? Yeah, what are the best? That's, that's the it. Clue? That's it. That's it, baby. Damn, you gave us like six on the last one. Because <laughs> if I said one more word, you would have. Cytosine. Lysine contingency. Oh, not bad. I, I wonder, and I will say this: when I saw this, it immediately triggered it in my head. I was like, oh, I know what that is, but maybe it's because I'm a fan of this filmmaker. No one else knows. <laughs> okay, cool. That's the joke. It's, it's a pretty big filmmaker. Lysine contingency. Any other guesses? I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. What if I? What if the second word I said was Gosh. dinosaurs? Oh god, Jurassic Park. It's Jurassic Park. No one gets the point. But Lysine contingency is that thing from the first Jurassic Park where they're like, oh, they're all gonna die if we don't give them lysine in their food, and then uh, a life uh, uh, finds found a way. Finds a way. That's too Remember? deep of a cut. Because they well, he asked them like, well, how do you keep them from That's mating? Or how, how do you didn't keep say them dino from, DNA? I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, here, okay, cool. Solar gravity assist. Oh, interstellar. No. Oh, fuck. Solar sunshine gravity assist. What? Yeah, no. No. Think. You're think. Talking about the actual thing. Think. Think bigger. Think a bigger franchise. Solar gravity assist. There's nothing bigger than interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sunshine. <laughs> than interstellar. Solar gravity assist. Wow, this is wild. Oh. Well, no, I don't get it. <laughs> Avatar? Solar gravity assist. Damn no, it. not Avatar. What, Damn, that? I, I what does that make you game. think of? What does solar gravity assist make you think of? Gravity? Uh-huh. That's and? it. The movie with George Clooney. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> What the fuck? Any other guesses? Solar gravity assist. Man of Steel. What does solar remind Damn, you of? What the fuck? <laughs> what does solar remind you of? Of the sun. Maybe you haven't seen this movie. Maybe that's on me. You're talking about Armageddon or What if I said it in a different way? Slingshot. This doesn't count anymore. Slingshot around the sun. That's what they're doing Interstellar. (laughs) Okay, well, it is from Star Trek The Voyage Home. Oh, Oh, nice. With the whales. Yeah, Interstellar got it from there. Didn't we watch that movie? You could have said whales. whales. Oh. 
I didn't want to say whale. the whale? They have yeah, to sling- that movie? <laughs> oh, man. That's science fiction, actually. Yeah, the interstellar like. slingshot like around the sun of his gravitational pull, baby. Here's the next one. Yeah. Nanoparticle. Trilobite. Hammerpede. <laughs> what the fuck? Nanoparticle. Fuck. Trilobite. Hammerpede. Ant-Man. These are like some of the <laughs> only words I could use without the ones that would totally oh, give this uh, away. Hold yeah. on. Is it um that movie? Nanoparticle? Ed- Edge of Tomorrow? No. Trilobite. Hammerpede. Wow. The only one. D- Drew, you only have the only point from Hollow Earth. Your favorite sci-fi, I D- guess. Is John Winnie? No. You are with one. Oh, sweet. Uh, Nanoparticle? Nine. No. Tril- Trilobite. Hammerpede. Any other big guesses? Nanoparticle. Trilobite. Nanopede? Yeah. District 9? No. <laughs> I just said that. The oh, fourth really? one I would have yeah. said, this doesn't count anymore, would be Xenomorph. Oh, uh, Alien. Yeah. Well, it's Prometheus, but yeah, that counts, I guess. Yeah, it's You're okay. not going to get it. Yeah, okay. Okay, this one. Uh, uh, the last one, hopefully. <laughs> I was kidding. No, there's, I was kidding. No, there I we like got this. There's three more. Four more. We don't four know more. We don't know movies. Do, do, okay, <laughs> this one is science fiction, but it's a little more, it's a little less spacey than the other ones. Ready? Kevin Spacey? Door wagon. What the fuck? Door wagon. Door wagon. Zathura. No. What? The, the, we just watched This is door. sci-fi, but also it's uh, a little dystopian, I guess I'll say. Door wagon. It is, uh, this is the se- a sequel. It's maybe the third or fourth movie. Oh, fuck. In this franchise. Oh, Mad Max Fury Road? It's Mad Max Fury Road, yeah. baby. Door wagon's the name of that. Uh, it's the one with the guitar guy on it. Mm, His name is a coma doof. I'm reading that book. It's wild as fuck. Okay, here we go. Strand casting. Strand casting, and here's what I'll say: This is not in a movie, but it is what the fuck? Death Stranding, a part of the extended universe of this movie. What? That's really vague. strand casting. <laughs> Was that your stomach, or did <laughs> someone right. fart? Y'all brought a beagle. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Thirty Rock. I can't. I can't. Yeah, okay, clean that. Strand yeah. casting. <laughs> um, I don't know this shit. All right, wait. Sure, uh, Stalker. Uh, no. Jet, uh, Star Wars. I'm just kidding. Jedi Fallen Order. Death Stranding. John, you already said that one earlier. Drew, I'm going to give it to you because that's Star Wars, baby. Yeah, it is. Uh, Strand casting is the cloning of Force-sensitive uh-huh. creatures. Yeah, It's baby. in the Snoke <laughs> Comic extended book lore. Oh, okay. So you can strand cast um, somehow. Hey, it makes sense that I got the Star Wars question, I baby. Know. Okay, so two one. There's only two more left. Okay, you ready? Antigen. I can make a comeback. Cryogenic suspension. Futurama. <laughs> I'm just Antigen. Cryogenic suspension. You talking about Demolition Man? We talked about this movie on Revenge of the Sequel. That's a good. Austin quote. Powers or Demolition Man? Antigen. Oh, sure. Cryogenic suspension. Uh, Blade Runner 2049? No, but... Close already. Close. Oh, fuck. Oh, your, fuck. Your couple franchises over is what I'll say, Drew. Antigen. Cryogenic suspension. I'm trying to think right now. Yeah, I know. Uh, like, I went with Austin Powers already. Demolition Ooh. Man was this like... One, yeah, that's a good pick, right? I think that's cryogenic suspension might be throwing you off a little bit. Yeah, a little bit for sure. Third word would be like leather. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No. That's Terminator? Good. No. Antigen, cryogenic suspension, leather. 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 Alien. No. I, I thought alien. Right, you ready? Yeah, go for it, I guess. It's underworld. Uh, oh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I think that there, so I in, the, in, in the later underworlds, 
they use cryogenic suspension right, to right, keep exactly. them, you know. Alive. So, because yeah, I but, maybe they do that in the first. No, they no, don't. Because it's medieval times, <laughs> he just sleeps. Okay, here I we think go. That that was throwing me off because like what they don't do that until yeah. Like, the and I was like, you movie. know what? Yeah, that's but it it happens. But and it I thought sucks. leather would have been good because I know y'all are leather but daddies. Also, that could have been like Matrix. In leather, There's a so lot of leather, leather mm. gun porn. Basically, is what <laughs> the two thousands were. Okay. There's actually two more, but I'm going to just read the last one. Underwater 3D stereoscopic vision. Underwater 3D stereoscopic vision. Oh, Avatar the Way of Water. Drew, you've won. I'm going to give that to you. That is a real life sci-fi. That's not real. That's just science. That is the camera and the technology James Cameron invented for uh, the way of water. (laughs) What is that, Aquaman? James Cameron making sci-fi into sci Am I right? Taking the fi off out of sci-fi. Making me sigh with that joke. All right. Well, let's talk (laughs) about some real sci-fi, some quantum type sci-fi. And I guess something that is also... Based in reality, MODOK. I was going to say not based in reality, and then I was going to say MODOK. But uh, Corey Stoll is back as Darren Cross's yellow jacket (laughs) MODOK. What did you think about MODOK? What did you think about his reveal? I was not listening, so... I think when they described what that killing machine was, a lot of people were like, oh, that's MODOK. But I totally forgot MODOK was in this movie. So when I first saw MODOK, I was like, oh, shit, MODOK is in this movie. And then someone told me after he's in the trailer. I was like, oh, I don't, I yeah, don't watch yeah, trailers. Yeah. So this is exciting for me. But what did, uh, Drew, what did you think about MODOK? It was a, like that been, yeah, for sure. That I like that, that Hank Hill ass, ass. he's got. Um, oh, my God. All the junk in his trunk is in his forehead. It was slimy, too. Oh, okay. Oh, it's cause he's coming out of like a uh, bad loop. Uh, some sort of, yeah. Sure. John, that shit try- was on for like two seconds and you saw all that? <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, because they, yeah, they, they, they need to slip him into that. Yeah, exactly. They're trying suit. to lube his ass up. I know. It, it's that butter. You heard a cha-ching and you knew John was putting a deposit into his spank <laughs> But some of the only nudity that we've had in the Marvel movie. Yes, and honestly, we need more. I think like, so too. Ass? Hey, we got our first sex scene in Eternals. I was in. First ass in MODOK. Yeah, that's true. Now we need a sex scene with Modoc, <laughs> and then we got <laughs> yeah, two we birds, one stone. Yeah. Um, it had been a rumor uh, that he had been a part of this movie. Uh, what's the, act- the actor's Corey name? Stoll. House of Cards. Um, Corey Stoll. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it had been a rumor that he was returning in this movie, and it, yeah, it was about as as Modoc. Um, it, it is a very different take, I, I think, on him, but I think it's the best one you had. Um, you needed to do it in a movie like this because if yeah. you did it in. Uh, Captain America, New World Order. You would have everyone would have been, would have been like, what he doesn't really fit. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, well, it's because his, his head's so big. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what. And I he's like, like a funny-ish character. Like he's yeah. a very self-defeated. And sometimes guy. it's just tragic. Where it's like, yeah. man, when Moda, when uh, Kang puts him up against the wall and stuff, you're like, let him go before I fucking kill you, Jonathan Sad. Majors. Sad um, guy. You kind of start feeling weird for this giant, like just floating the, head. I like that he looks like my like thumb. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just a joke the majority of the totally. times, which I would, thought was like, that's that's fine. At the end, he was like, I'm an Avenger, which I thought was hilarious. I, think, well, yeah, I, think I know. He dies thinking that he was an Avenger. But very good. When some people were like, man, sometimes he's intimidating. I was like, and I don't know about you, but that first scene when he shows up, when it's just the shadow and it's him zooming oh. across the thing, yeah. and the he has this, like, shot. this twisted metal-esque type of like sequence people. of yeah. like just when he's demolishing those buildings, yeah. those buildings that are like their Alive, big defense yeah. at the very end, he's lighting them up and again like i didn't know he was in the movie so that i was really scared I was yeah like, oh, and so shit, that's what i mean i was like what do you mean not intimidating so there, there's shades of all of his different modocs in this one and again i i think it's it's very ambitious to want to bring him here people are like oh they did him dirty because he doesn't survive i was like i don't think i'd want him to survive what would past he this do? movie yeah, I yeah know. I was like, it, what would, it what wouldn't would fit anywhere no he um, can't he, he could not well 
I love the Patton Oswalt show. Yes. I don't think he could have had his own movie. Well, and yeah. like to me, like you're going to have the leader come out in Captain America New World Order played by oh, uh, yeah. Tim Blake Nelson, and he's already another big-headed person. Yeah. You can't have a bunch of people with big heads just and, running And around. honestly, the leader has more going on. It's, like it's a, he could be a metaphor for a lot of stuff. Yeah, I don't for know sure. what Modoc could have been. <laughs> yeah, and um, but no, I, I liked him a lot. Uh, and I people were like, oh, he was wasted in this movie because Cassie's the one who takes oh, care yeah. of him. And I was like, but do you not remember how their journey started with him threatening to kill Cassie in her yeah, room? So it makes yeah. sense for these characters to kind of redeem themselves that, and, jacket, yeah. and bring it all the way around. Um, and he wasn't even, he just, he has an arc. Like, yeah, he has for a... Sure somewhat redeeming albeit hilarious yeah uh not a dick he didn't want to be dick yeah and 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 it's funny because people are like oh that was so stupid i was like yeah but if paul rudd would have said it it, you would have been fine with it yeah and just because it comes from cassie lang which is supposed to be his offspring which is supposed to have traits of the parents um yeah and so um i i I did like it um i I liked it all and man i would like to see like maybe a disney plus like shorts thing yeah where it's like it was him living in the quantum run before this or something I mean, like that, I, you know? Honestly, this is just renew the Pat Oswalt show. I love that show. It's so good. Multi- they should have Pat Oswalt come out as a Modoc variant. I think he was perfect with his yeah, voice. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that show, that first episode, the first two episodes are pretty funny. Actually. Yeah. I've only seen the first two episodes. Oh, it's good. Really it's funny. good. But um, yeah, I really liked, uh, I liked uh, the Darren Cross Modoc. Yeah, I'll agree. I think, um, it's, Again, like what I said at the beginning, it's you know you're leaning into these weird designs. For when the you see a, like, a dude cheating, uh, cheating, my bad, shooting the sun out of his forehead or out of his face, or a broccoli shaped guy, like you know, just broccoli walking around, dude. yeah, like I think they say it in the movie, like holy shit, that guy looks like broccoli, yeah, and then like he's literally <laughs> and then like he hits broccoli. on them, yeah, um, yeah, so th- them doing all that and then th- throwing in Modok is just like okay, it fits because I was like Modok is a goofy looking character. I, he's I would say I don't know. What kind of like what level of villain he is in the comics? I would say like maybe B list, maybe. Um, but he always had like a really weird and freaky design. I think they used him for that Avengers game that came out like a couple of years ago, the PS4 one. Um, so like having him be the actual character, you know, we're watching Ant Man, the first one in the background right now. Um, having him like you know complete the the Daring Cross arc was really cool. Like I didn't know that they were going to. I had kind of known like in just following rumors, like the way Drew said. Um, well, and at the beginning of this movie, they're like, "Do you remember that yellow, that yellow jacket, that be dressed dude?" Yellow, yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Damn, why did so, they like, say that?" That was very obvious. But like, it's just, um, I mean, yeah, I didn't expect. Uh, truthfully, I didn't expect him to do it. Even like, I kind of half expected the rumors to not be true. Like, and just Modok be like a, a robot, like maybe like full with a, robot or something. Full weird. robot, or maybe just like maybe it had Darren Cross's like voice. Mm-hmm. And but they went on with the actual head, and like, to you know, me, with the both fucking, like the, like his physical, like you know, mapped out head. And to me, like both yeah. versions looked like Modok. So when he had the shields down and it was the the face that was smiling, it looked like Modok. Oh, yeah. And then when it came up, it still looked like Modok. It had that ugly Modok face whenever he had like the battle shield. Like he had that that grim that grimace, yeah, um, that evil grin and stuff. That's pretty cool. So like I think, um, you know. Um, See, like you know, having the the classic Modoc design in the movie, and then having it like Darren Cross is pretty. Well, like, and when what, you, that worked for me, it was very random and very goofy. And I know that the design, when you stare at it for like a little, like when the design is on camera for a bit, yeah, you do. Get I mean, they kind still of like, try to do a a kind of inspired, not I wouldn't say even grounded, but just like a physiologically correct. Yeah, because they he's, still try to do. He's that. shrunken because yeah. of the because of the the stuff that yeah. happened. Yeah, so his features are like a little fucked up, but they're not like you know. 
Yeah. When, and and <laughs> Kang so saved him and rebuilt just, him. Yeah, we're, yeah. Just, we're just laughing because of this design. Just, it's just well, crazy. And, and his design has been the same. So when people are like, he's a stupid villain, I was like, guess what? He's always been a stupid villain. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, maybe he was an Avenger level threat at one point, but yeah. he's always looked dumb. Do you think that, so what do you think the conversation was to include him? Because I liked him in the movie. Yes. Didn't think the movie, like, re- he ultimately was one of the guys that, like, got through Kang's shield when the ants were attacking, that, which that, was helpful, but yes. he wasn't, like, super critical. I no, feel, no. in a way, they were just like, man, this movie needs a little more uh, Marvel, <laughs> or, like, a little Probably, more whatever, yeah. and they have, like, a list of, like, we'll fucking throw Modoc in there, and <laughs> we'll um, figure it out. That totally does feel like, because he did, like, he should have done more in the movie, or, like, yeah. I would have liked to have... And, and honestly, like a fucked up yellow jacket would have been interesting too. You right, know, just because exactly, yeah. it is a full circle thing for that character, that version of the character. But to have him be Modok, I think, you know, I don't know how else we're going to have Modok. Yeah. Um, it wasn't in the quantum realm. But it was, it was, it was nice to like have him paired up with another classic Avengers villain. Because, yep. like, you know, you have Kang and Modok. That's like a panel right out of the comics. For you know, sure. Just yeah. Like, you know, like having both of them. Like, all you needed nearby was Mephisto or something, you know? And then you have, like... Oh, we're always looking for a Mephisto. Yeah. When, he's, he's around. Yeah. Well, when you really think about it, you're like, man, Kang basically colonized an entire galaxy or universe. Well, he's the conqueror. Like, he just, like, and, he got stay there. He's like, well, and, yeah, yeah. take Because well, people think they're like, oh, they shrink and then they're here. But it's like, no, it's a completely different universe that this being conquered and these other people come in to liberate it yeah and so and that's with the help of someone like uh modok and it requires two yeah. ant-men and two wasps you know it's a very interesting thing to have the the sort of because that's another thing like we talked about all these relationships and all this all this all these characters that have to have these moments and the freedom fighter liberation uh, thing is another yeah thread and you know part of it is through scott and cassie kind of discovering cassie i think right mostly that's mostly cassie yeah. kind of empathizing she's with the plight the be- of at, the people at the beginning she's already protesting them and that's why that's she's in her, jail yeah she's a big uh she stands up for the rights no matter what she's, probably a big antifa um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know like she's she is like a, a, a rebel and yeah. i was like oh my gosh there's going to be a, i didn't think there was going to be a giant battle at the end of this movie there was. although we should have assumed but it is kind of wild that we got a giant, you know, man. <laughs> <laughs> not just a giant man, two giant people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of a a, pro, a protest turned good January sixth. I, I told you it's God. <laughs> when it's 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 the the people rebelling from being under this. It's like Andor stuff. Yeah, where it's like holy shit, like it's the the rebels fighting the empire. Don't plus little, you got fast. Plus you got Gandalf the White bringing the like Riders ants. of Rohan, which yeah. are the, yeah, for the ants that have evolved the Battle of the Bastards, years. the Knights of the Vale coming and in. You're like, okay, this movie has it all. <laughs> it's oh, like it's fuck. a heavy bloated. Like it, they're like, you know what? I don't know if There's people are gonna lot. buy a fight between Kang and Ant Man. We got a fucking like it's. They are juicing it up, and by the end of it, there's just a lot going on. I mean, it's a full on. Um, like, uh, just it's a it's a battle. It's a there's war. There's a lot to be distracted by, even to the point where maybe even Kang, you're like, whoa, shit, I forgot. Like, because there's a lot yeah. of shit that's happening there in the very end of that that third act. Basically, there's yeah. a lot of shit happening, and he dies twice. Like, he comes back. Oh yeah, you mean, know, towards but, the end. But it's just it's funny though. I mean, I don't know. I think the best part of this movie. I'm just thinking of those ants parts. Yeah, like ants, ants the ants. freaking. Like he, Hank Pym is being made fun of the entire movie because yeah. he like oh, plays with the ants. I absolutely love the ant part because for yeah. me, 
you gotta have the ants. And that's what I'm saying. And so that's, I don't know. I, I see the discourse online. They're yeah. like, that's weird. And I, I would have like, been like, if you made me choose, I'd say, forget the freedom so fighters. Give me the ants. ants. And to like, me, give me yeah. these damn I'll, ants. Do these ants like have descendants or did they evolve themselves? One of them was giant. They in the back. figured yeah. a thousand years. Well, ants have been around a thousand years. You know they what's crazy that. is that they're like Kang ants. Cants. <laughs> if, if you really think of it, because that's what Kang's superpower yeah. is that he's from the future, that he's so smart, that he has all this tech um, because he's a future being. And so that's what causes them to have his these powers. They just and so had like the Roman Empire down these there. These ants are just a bunch like... of Kang variants. It's it's wild because I assume that maybe they leave. I know we're talking a lot about the ants, but they leave a lot <laughs> of like the ants the down the there, movie. you know, so they continue. They, own, they own, probably like, help rule. They pro- maybe become the police force. <laughs> yeah, they become kind of the. They all turn the, off their body. They're cams. the new oppressive. Well, yeah, no, they, they, they were, they've been seeking. Like that's what I'm saying. I was like, if they've been like for a thousand years, they've been like what prophesizing the return of Hank Pym. Like for, they've like, been a listening while. for Hank Pym, yeah. and they set that up because he's got yeah, that hearing yeah, aid now. Yeah, yeah. It's, like the ants are the the that. ants are the Ewoks of this movie, where everyone hates them, but without them, they wouldn't have won. Yeah. They, they're the ones who came to find cutest Hank thing, Pym. cutest things in the movie. Ants. Those big buildings were pretty damn cute. Yeah. Even though I don't know what to look they at. Shoot. Are, they, are they going in their butts? The they the, have a lot of holes. Are they in the? What are they going? In They're probably going to the urethra. <laughs> I just it's wild. But to the dick hole. That was really cute. And then they, they, you know, some of the quantum stuff I guess is cool. Some of the quantum stuff is cool. Some Little of squids, cute. Yeah. That 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 you're talking about the, the holy guy, the guy without holes. I did. I text. I think I texted y'all that like I want. I mean. We I should do holes. shrooms and watch this movie because yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the quantum realm and I think those those moments of levity would hit a lot. Slaps. They would fucking slap, slap all over your this forehead. This is hilarious. I'd be crying when I see Modoc and be like, what the fuck is that? I'm so sad for him. Well, um, yeah. man, well, man. The yeah. design of the quantum realm was cool. Very inconsistent at times, but cool. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, 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 don't I don't exactly even know if they're traveling on one... Uh, like planet, or they hopping around the whole universe. Yeah, I don't know, but are they very, move? There's visually, ships. even though it's just like yeah, visually it's even confusing. I, I think that probably has to do with maybe just the filmmakers probably not even knowing what to do to. Yeah, um, like visually wise, I think they, it's just whatever stuck like there at the very. I end. assume somewhat inspired from what like bacteria looks like. That's what Does I'm that thinking. Yeah, but like everything. But then there's humans. Everything's so. squiggly and moving that to the point where like sometimes it's a little distracting. Like you're kind of like yeah. There's, there's a lot, lot happening on the frame. Yeah. It's like you know. So. And Brent said this, brought this up, which is totally fair. Which is you know, I watched this movie on the exact same screen I watched. Another, and it's not good to compare because they're totally different, but Way of Water uh, was on the same screen that I watched this movie That's on. That's true. Yeah. And, you know, you're just like, okay, Way of Water took a decade <laughs> to make. Yeah, to make. This yeah. one probably, what, 20 minutes. months? To, <laughs> no, but seriously, probably less than a year to, like, yeah, yeah. do the effects of. And um, it's not so and much I that it's... I can't see a, the difference. It's not so much that Ooh. it's a massive difference. It's just that... Uh, there's like the the focus is is different, right? You know, yeah, like, like we're not vibing underwater for ten hours. We're seeing the thing for thirty seconds, what and we're then you're gonna is, see another thing. Is Jim Cameron needs to hurry up? Jimmy and speed Cam, these, like start cranking these out faster. Get I'm down to the quantum realm, Jimmy. Stop Cam. taking as much time. <laughs> what MCU movie would Jimmy Cam make? I don't think he would like make any of them. Yeah. He'd make yeah. Avengers. He'd have and to it make would, something very, very. And he would next introduce level. Kang in the Avengers. Well, no, he's so into like. 
He doesn't care about time that much, as much as Nolan. Like, Nolan would be like, I'd, I'll do fucking Kang. You know? He seems to be kind of liking, like, very Tenet. very human core values Kang. at the heart of his movies now. So, like, I think yeah. it would have to be something like... Something environmental. Like, like, Wakanda yeah, environmental. For, for kind of five ever. He's, very, he's a big family man that. now. He's a big family man. Yeah. Like, he, he loves his kids. He would do like, a Talo Khan movie, for sure. Oh, yeah. No. He would totally... A Namor That's movie? That's so unfair, just because it's underwater. We're yeah. just like... And he, he loves water. He would also do Abyss again. <laughs> and Aquaman. A Hydro Man like, movie. I want him to do like a. Well, I mean, he already. I mean, Avatar's already space thing, but like a mo, but yeah, something but a little really, bit more yeah. set in space, not so much hey, an alien planet. Fifth Avatar on Earth, so they gotta get to space somehow and get to Boom. Earth. So we'll I'm see. To think of a movie where Dirt. like it's entirely set in space, and I'm only thinking of like gravity. Uh, well, gravity, but also like <laughs> you know, movie. Event Horizon, because I was like most sci-fi. Two thousand one Space Odyssey, fucking right? in space well, no, they, and in time. Elysium. Because like, if you're a space movie, That's normally true. has to go to. <laughs> hey, you have to land on a planet. John, I'm about yeah. to blow your mind. You ready for this? Earth is in space. <laughs> oh, boom! Got it. Like every movie's in space. Every movie's in space, John. Because <laughs> Earth is in space. <laughs> Got your ass. Um, any other big like takeaways before we dive into the after credit stuff and talk Kang Kang Kang? Kang, Kang, Kang. Um, um, I liked Scott's journey from like at the beginning of this yeah. movie. He's like, I'm done being a superhero. I'm just the dad. That fun and, montage. Well, and he spends like most of the movie being like, Kathy, no, like stop caring about everyone yeah. else. Don't worry about them. I don't care if oh, they're yeah, getting totally, oppressed. Yeah. And then he kind of learns that he's like, man, I have to be a hero to set the example for the kid. That's maybe why and I. It comes around for a circle and I fucking love it. It. I don't want it to be Iron Man 3 because Iron Man 3 was, you know, already, it, it's, it was his own thing. PTSD, you know, there's a lot going on in that movie. Yeah. But. Scott has gone through some stuff, and he d- he seems to maybe be building walls around addressing that. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the movie, kind of still unsure. <laughs> Does that make sense? And I was like, oh, man, this is like 10 stuff. And I was like, man, I wonder how he's doing. It's, it's him and Loki's fault that, that yeah. all this is happening. So like it's just you, you and Loki like are to blame for sure. Both versions. Like, it's, a, it's a heavy, it's a heavy burden. Because of that, it might be almost like kind of the most relatable or human thing. Like the most average, like per, what person would do. Like ignore just kinda, like, baby. Ignore all the stuff or mean like <laughs> ignore, ignore, fine. ignore. You know, it's it's it's, it's the, yeah. the it's the it's like that <laughs> meme that that burning house. You know, it's this fine. Is fine. This is fine. It made me, and, and I think what I liked about that ending because it was mirrored. To the beginning was kind of the way that it is sort of breaking my idea of a, of what is safe in a Marvel movie. Does that make sense? Because I was like, is there going to be a needle drop where this whole thing is not real or, or you know, something like that? And I was like, well, that is the idea of someone fucking with a timeline well, is not being sure. The bad side of that being like, well, then none of it matters or being like, Everything matters, and it can be as creative as possible. But I thought that was like, oh, cool. Like, that... I think they probably spent a lot of time on the way this movie would end to to make us realize this is what the movie is. I don't know if Guardians is going to address this, but it seems like the Marvels will, you know? Shit's right, yeah. fucked up. Um, <laughs> and I think that's maybe why... That's maybe the feeling they want to leave us with. Because for everyone that hasn't seen Loki or anything else... Um, they have to also feel like anything is possible, but shit's fucked up. Like, you know. Right. And then I think at this point, you do have to start, I think, phase five. I mean, we went through three phases before we, I think we, we get the Avengers movies in phase six or something like that. Or like that's. The next ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah 2025. It's, it's kind of like, you know, we'll be like towards the end of phase five, I think, if yeah. not the end of phase five. Um, but um, you're going to have to start introducing stakes pretty soon yeah like you know like and so like i i took the ending as like you know when scott 
you know, because eventually it goes into like very slow mo, and he's kind of like very like this is fine, or like right, we we did the right thing. Yeah, um, I took that as like kind of like as a foreshadowing that he might be one of the first to bite it. You know, in a yeah. type of like that can be a way, and I'm speculating at this point, but like that could be a way to show that like. The stakes are very real with Kang. Yeah. Like, you know, he can go and kill Scott Lang. And that's why like, we need to see something like that. Like, we need to see yeah. someone be erased from every time. From every time. Yeah. And then someone like, but yeah. someone remembers it. And that's the casualty. And that's why, like, you know, not bring them back. Like, yeah. I'm not saying, like, let's do a bring them back thing. But, like, you know, because in the these storylines, whenever they happen in the books, like, there are some big casualties, too. Like, and so... Not that someone yeah, needs but, to die, but it's just like, that's how you establish the stakes, I guess. But you know? they may do the opposite and be like, let's bring people back. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like that's true. also and possible, but also the tendency of what and also they're going to do. That's the, or the, both. Do a little both. That's the beauty of the longevity of the multiverse, yeah. is that now now that you've introduced the com- concept, what's to stop you from pulling another Iron Man? Mm. Or from pulling another Cap? Or another Ant-Man? Just like what uh, the guy from Lego Movie says, everything is possible. Mm-hmm. When you're a part of a team, I can't think of the song from like. Yeah, everything, everything is awesome. Is awesome. Oh shit! Yeah, Damn, a, fuck I couldn't remember that one. Everything is possible. I thought you were doing a, a, a bit like a play on it, and I was like, oh yeah, it's like everything. You're is like, awesome. you, you are kind of like Ant-Man. Well, let's go to um the. This is I, such a cool scene. Sorry, we're watching the first Ant-Man in the background in the Ant-Man one. Yeah, the yellow jacket. This versus, is. Uh, I miss this a little bit in this. I get it. This is different, but I miss normal things being big. Like like normal things that we like big table fun. Small house, fun. I think the first yeah. movie has a lot of that. The second movie yeah. has a little bit of that too, with the Pez and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little Hello Kitty. Yeah, but like that that first movie yeah. does. He like runs really, towards a gun, and like it's like yeah, that you can tell that, I, I Edgar, that Edgar Wright was know, in there, was, like was all up in that bitch. But they gotta, I mean, they don't have to do anything, but. They got to get him back for it. Yeah, well, they got to do that more. <laughs> do I it again. I mean, being back, small bitch. in the quantum realm, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that looks like yeah, normal size. Exactly. Like, I'm just, that's a weird that's why thing. Is, is that a cell? Oh, that's shit. why it would it would have been funny to zoom out of the quantum realm and it's just like a speck of dust that landed on someone and then Kang hits Ant-Man. It's like, oh, on my shoulder. <laughs> and, on his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Just like. We'll see. I mean, we'll talk about this after the after credits guess the future of Ant-Man. But what do you, I mean, what do you think about the two after credit scenes all centered around Kang, the Council of Kings. They're riled up now, you know, the Conqueror gone. And so they got the news that there's some stuff going down. And then the last one, which is kind of maybe a prequel to Loki. I think they're kind of hypocritical, those Kings, because you're the one who banished him there to die. And then when he dies, they're like, hey, we didn't like that he dies. They just don't want that any Kang dies, right? That's yeah. Uh, that, of, they bring it, up, they, they're, they bring up the Avengers. It's of the that it's the rep universe. where he's like, damn. Yeah. Well, it's because he they're trying to keep the Avengers in check, which I think is they int- don't want int- the Avengers messing with the multiverse. And basically, so that's what's pretty weird. Is that like, damn, you've been messing with the multiverse all this time. And so it's kind of like a selfish thing of like, hey, no one can do this but us. And now they're starting to touch that shit. Doc Strange was all up in timelines last week. And I like yeah, well, keep yeah, me- yeah. Oh, yeah. and then the Loki one I love because I just wanted to see more Loki. Um, season two and that was one of my that's my second favorite mcu thing ever um uh second to wandavision but um yeah so i'm really excited i think people were confused about seeing owens in there if they didn't watch uh, the uh the uh the show um because people were like damn that's some star power is he just someone random no he actually is the co-lead in that show um but yeah it's was, it was really cool and it, it shows you what kang is capable of where it's like man even death doesn't stop this guy yeah and there's there's also illusions in and I don't know I was trying to look up a list 
We know some of the big kings that we see. Yeah, there's Amortis there. He, there's Ramatut, right? There's the Egyptian Ramatut. There's, I think it's Silver Centurion, but it looks like it might be Iron Lad. We're kind of it talking about It could be either that. or. Either or. Because, yeah. of course, uh, they the could Mar- just overhaul. Marvel does that. Yeah, yeah thing, they can overhaul their thing. I think with some of them, we're going to start to, of course, like see like where that bangle came from. Where that right, bangle yeah. come, Where those rings come from? Yeah. Where, that, where, where the bling, basically. Where the bling. From. Why is there that an Egyptian bling? afterlife? <laughs> like, you know, all of that, I think, is going to be Kang related at some point. And that, to me, is like really exciting. Who in the comic books r- runs the Council of Kings? It's Fing Fang Foom. No, no, I'm just kidding. It's, it's, I'm just I don't kidding. like. I'm just I don't kidding. know. I think it's like. It's, I don't remember that. I don't part. know if it's the Conqueror or if it's just like it's Conqueror those Gong. three. Yeah. Well, That's I mean, because the the Conqueror eventually the it's he's prophesied to become Amortis. Amortis is a different, obviously. It's all of them at different like, times, oh, maybe. Okay. Um, but like, um, okay. I think the Conqueror is the one that like is the powerful one, the one that we saw in the yeah in Ant Man and the Wasp. Interesting. Um, but they're all like kind of ruled, and then there's also the Beyonder. The Beyonder is like. I don't think that's a Kang variant, but like they might make him into like the like he's a reality altering villain. Um, what well, looking at all the Kangs, it's pretty cool. I guess like it's nice to see and a little goofy because you know they're kind of like it, there's a stadium full of them and they're like all cheering like if they're you know they're, they just saw Palpatine return. And so like, it's a real Exol Exol vibes. <laughs> ex- well, because they're all cheering. Star Wars. It's, just, it's so funny. Um, uh. Yeah, that that's really cool because it it goes to show you that the yeah that there's going to be just lots. It's interesting that all of them kind of because it seems like all the kings kind of said something similar or like King the Conqueror said something similar to He Who Remains, mm. which is like you know they're they think they're basically saving the multiverse from themselves, even though because they're trying to save it from themselves, they're waging war on each other and destroying the entire multiverse. Because like, it's their version. They're yeah, it's someone who kind of has hacked how to do that. Yeah, and in every timeline, doing that. Yeah, and so they're just yeah. at, they're at war with each. So I think that's cool because they all think that they're saving each other, like yeah. from each other, but they're really not. Um, I'm excited to get into more stuff like that. It looks like Victor Timely might be like we see Victor. The, yeah, yeah, Victor Timely might be the. Um, might be the variant that hangs out with Loki for a bit. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. And Kang, Kang Prime is the leader of the Council of Kang. Yeah, Kang oh. Prime. Yeah. Prime but, Kang is called. Um, I don't know exactly who Prime Kang is, though. Is I he, think yeah, he's no, no the... one. No one does. No one does. Yeah. It, it, like, it, it says, like, what's his name? Unknown. I think we'll meet him for sure. And may, maybe in Fantastic Four. I think maybe, Prime right? Kang is the Kang that we met. I think they're going to make him Prime. Because he just okay. went into the multiverse thing. And then they're... He's in there? Rumors, no, they... In that little... That dimension. Yeah. Like, he didn't die. He was, yeah. like, fused with it. Yep. Um, and apparently that's how he becomes the Beyonder. The Beyonder is like a villain, a Marvel villain that can shape reality. I can see that particularly because he, his Kang, well, I don't know. Who yeah. Knows? Shit, I'm sure there's a Kang that's a fucking celestial. Where it's the, like, God oh, damn. Because yeah. I think the Kang dynasty might revolve around the three Kangs that we saw. Like those might be the, the ones dynasty, that like. dynasty, yeah. Well, and that's maybe what can shake things up because, you know, th- th- there's a lot of armies that they fight in mcu we just just saw one in this and i think that's what might shake it up if they did a bunch of performances of jonathan majors or if they did a deep fake and they just put his face on every single thing and they gave it its own performance it's an army of kings instead of henchmen you know it's kings fighting the avengers or whatever you know yeah and they all have specific things things yeah it's really cool stuff though because it's it's, this is the equivalent of the you know thanos like fine i'll do it myself type of scene and shit so i understand him as a villain and um i I know we're probably primed to see him be defeated a couple more times i liked he who remains i like the conqueror in this how many more kang setups do you think we'll have and maybe 
have an appetite for. And I mean, like for specific kings. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I don't know how much we'll have an appetite for. That yeah. depends on how, how long they're going to... I don't want them to run this into the ground. And I think with having different variants does like you know it mixes it up like yeah. you're not getting the same shit over and over like you know so victor timely as long as like you know i don't know that's that's a big question because like it really just depends on the execution like, i mean you know, we're, we're gonna meet some some victor time some some people we like some kangs that were like oh yeah yeah uh, before kang pre-kang kang yeah um i'm i'm excited -kang just, gang. All just like you know i just hope the scripts Bang. and the and the performances are good because it, yeah. like, it all has to do that's how it's and gonna go but like it, i don't it, i don't want them to run it into the ground where you're just kind of seeing every marvel movie from here on out just has a kang variant like that will get old yeah like you know visually pretty quickly but I, like but they can do that if they want to because like kang you know and is uh, infinite it, no, it is around so yeah. i had said that before loki i said kang could be the villain for every single thing for the next couple of years yeah and uh it's cool because you can just keep redoing him in different ways but i think a lot of it is going to hinder on jonathan majors and i think he's a solid enough actor uh, with a lot of promise and a really bright future to the point where he can keep it interesting and he can keep people caring yeah because of his talent yeah i wonder how he's gonna uh because we, I mean, this is an Ant Man movie. It's set in quantum, the quantum realm, though, so very different from an Ant Man movie. But I wonder how he's going to fit into everything else. And I mean that as like, uh, just as a character, like in the middle of a Captain America movie or in the middle of a Guardians movie, or you know, in a. I think we might be overthinking. So, sorry for cutting you off. No, yeah, I mean he's a big, broader threat, so we may not see him for a long time. <laughs> Well, it's also like Thanos wasn't exactly the villain until Infinity War came around. Like, you yeah. know, he just kind of appeared. You just kind of expected him because you're like, oh, this is the movie. They where didn't they all even cast Brolin for a while. For a while, yeah. yeah. So, like, I think we might see him in little, you know, this, he was the villain in this movie, just kind of like the way Loki was for, like, the first, you know, Thor and then, you know, went on for the Avengers. Um, I don't think, I'm, I'm hoping we don't overuse him. That's yeah. what I'm hoping for. Like, I know, like I said, you can overuse him because there's lots of variants, but, like, I really hope we don't. So I'm hoping like the, the the multiverse story just sticks with stuff that's set in it. Like you know Loki, Loki's a good one, but and then maybe Miss Marvel. Um, but you know he shouldn't be showing up in like the Thunderbolts or some shit like that. Like that's just kind of a little weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a like, little too yeah. Yeah, like he, I mean who knows? I think that uh, I think we're just gonna learn. Blade. Like I don't need he don't I don't need him to show up. Like we're gonna get some interesting retcons and stuff. You don't like, want Vampire okay. King? Well, it's just he right. was behind it the whole time, but not necessarily like right, right. involved. Well, let's talk about um, the person that is the namesake of the film, Ant Man. What do you think is next for Ant Man? Well, we we obviously love Paul Rudd and hope he comes back um, as many times as he wants. Not every Avenger needs to you know die at an adventure um but what do you think of uh ant-man and whether or there's nothing confirmed about him returning all the actors said they would totally do it but this is like you know a long term thing long where long. he he fits into the into the movie or anything like that but um yeah he's he might be in the avengers movies but what do you think about ant-man uh moving forward um yeah i think uh i think there's potential for like a disney plus show with him kind of teaching stature and i know a lot of those have been that already where it's like hawkeye's teaching the younger hawkeye and or like a young hank pym show in the cold War. yeah and uh, we just saw well yeah we just saw he's a, a bad guy <laughs> yeah, oh yeah in the oh, comics he is that's true i don't true. think they're gonna they but haven't adapted they could, they that could spin it they could spin it a different way yeah. which they, they, they showed that they showed <laughs> the flashback hbo 
Yeah, they showed the flashback in this first one that we're watching in the background. And yeah, that would be a really cool, like, uh, he bumps into Cap by accident or like they're on the same mm. mission one time. And they're like, oh, damn, you bumped into the Howling Command Hoser. His podcast is was in She-Hulk, maybe? Or was Oh, Scott Lang. Scott, Scott yeah, Lang, right? He's, Which, he's around. To be honest, man, he's a good writer, too. He was he's reading famous, the book and yeah. I was like, damn, this book's fire. Yeah, he um, was like in the pose of the cover. Oh, yeah, that, that's it's a so gag, funny. right? Like they, they, she's quoting, Cassie Lang quotes yeah. the book. At, like during the speech or something. Yeah. Sure too. Oh, and it's a uh, Hank does it where he's like, "Oh, you read my book?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah I read I it read, all." Yeah. And so it comes um, back around at the end. It's yeah. so awesome. Um, which is a real book you can buy on Amazon Prime. Um, what the hell is in it? it? Uh, it's that that book. So like whatever Aunt, uh, Paul Rudd wrote or not Paul Rudd. Uh, what is it? Ghostwriters. Yeah, he wrote it like. An entire book? Yes. Yeah, look Jeez. it up okay, right now. Tell up. me how much it is so that I can plug it on uh, in my plug section. Okay. But, um, yeah, I think Ant-Man has the possibility. Like, you can bring Paul Rudd down to a cameo now, I guess, you know? Where it's you like, oh, you Eric O'Grady, the irredeemable Ant-Man. That is also true. You can do future Ant-Man where his, his helmet looks like an ant for, like, a real ant. Like a real ant, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think there's a lot of ways you can go with this. And even if you don't have some of the older cast re- returning, like, let's say Michelle Pfeiffer doesn't want to do it anymore – or um or Douglas, maybe yeah yeah Douglas yeah. I, I get it but I think um Evangeline Lilly and Paul Rudd I mean if they want the paycheck it's there for them because they they I don't think I'm I'm not tired of them that's that's definitely not uh, the case um with them and I think they just they discovered like they and here you really see on how they support each other here where that's one of my favorite scenes is when the probability where you know there's a ton mm, of yeah. Ant Man mm-hmm. and it's funny because it's like oh man these are the different choices you can make but as soon as he sees her there's only one choice that he'd ever make and they all absorb into each other and it's like man it's so cool to get that little codependency I don't know what you call it but um, <laughs> yeah and so I, I think you can explore a lot more um, in that sense. Um. Sorry, the book is real. I looked it up. It's called Look Out for the Little Guy. Comes out in September. It's written, probably ghost written for sure. Uh, in the in the I guess the it's voice written by Bill Murray. Yeah. It's written the by voice of Scotland. In character, yeah. It's exactly. got blurbs from Bruce Banner already, like real Amazon blurbs, which <laughs> sure, is funny. funny. Um, um, damn, they should have an audiobook where Paul Rudd read it to ooh, you. I don't know if you're gonna get him to read the whole thing for less than like <laughs> fifteen mil or yeah. whatever. But I like that. Be what, funny if he wins a Grammy for it though, huh? That'd be insane. He got. Um, Start yeah. with that G. <laughs> he uh, so I do like that Drew was saying. I do like that dynamic that Drew said. That power couple of because some of the iconic images that you know from either like you know the books. The, oh, that's a bad example, but like you, the Ultimates or even like watching some of the uh, um, you know watching some of the uh, like Avengers cartoons or something like that. Like Ant Man and the Wasp are always kind of like you know the, core, the, the, Avengers. core Avengers. They're OG like, Avengers, and so like the, that iconic shot of like you know one on the other's shoulder or something like that like that happens in this movie um one picking up the other like in ant-man and the wasp is the same thing too like you know i think she saves a huge ass giant man like from like from, from dying. dying and she's like she's all small and like on oh his yeah chest. yeah and that's like that's those images are like yeah that that is ant-man and the wasp right there and i do love the 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 i wish they worked together a little bit more in this in this movie, but they're just they, not together that they're often. They're just not that together that often. But I do like 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 them a lot, and I think it's um, cool. I do want to see more of Ant Man. Ant Man is a uh, you can get into a lot of crazy shit with him. So like, and even if you didn't want him, there are other Ant Men. I mean, I know that there's we're we're in the process of kind of like picking up the Young Avengers now, but you could have like you know a different like there is you can have like Eric O'Grady where he's not really a good guy. You know, yeah. there's, there's Ant Men who aren't good. I'm not talking about just like the, the. It's really just that it's a suit, the, it's Hank the pin Pym. particle. Yeah, exactly. It's the and yeah. then the mischief that happens after. Uh, 
Yeah, that and he's a burglar. And I think they, they even in this movie, feels very different from the other Ant-Man movies, but... But Kang wants Still him for important. a heist. Yeah, Kang uh, wants him for a heist. He's got to do a heist. You it's don't have simple. Michael Pena yeah. planning it's it. Time but... heist, quantum heist. Yeah, quantum all heist. these heists. Yeah. MacGuffins aren't safe around Ant Man. He'll do it. Yeah, he'll 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 find him. That's his whole thing. But yeah, I still think that you know we have ants. Ants. We got you know a lot of great comedy in this. Um, some some good action. There's a heist. There's a lot of things in the movie that's very. Ant Man esque, and I think I think people will still have an appetite for that. I mean, and part of it is just probably Paul Rudd, who kind of exists out of this character as kind of an enigma that everyone loves, anyways. So I think that's a big part of it. But I think we'll see more Ant Man for sure. Honestly, I think you know this is uh, we'll see. But there may be high demand for another Ant Man movie set in San Francisco. You know, and people are just like, we want. The real that, Ant-Man. Yeah, we well, you can back. have the San like, Francisco okay. heroes hook up, so Shang-Chi and Ant-Man yeah. get to it. And she hooks in California, too. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, you know, California's busy. Yeah, I think um, I don't think, like, you know, the the critical reaction to this movie is going to hurt it at all. Maybe a little bit. Maybe I know because Marvel still will pivot. You know, yeah, they, pivot. They, they do listen to people, and they're just, they start to pivot. Totally do. They, I mean, they, it's Disney. Marvel is, or I mean, the Marvels is pushed back. Yeah. Just, yeah, exactly. So, um, but I would love, like, more... Ant Man and Paul Rudd and stuff, especially if he if he still wants to do it, you know. I mean, yeah. I know everyone's getting older, and I know you run the risk of, yeah, you know, making these. You know, actors like to like you know find something new with the character, in other words. But I mean, I can see you know if he's down for more, and if they want to do more, like I'd yeah, I'd be down for like a return to like you know to smaller Ant Man and scale it's stuff. not out of the ordinary because if we think about it, like uh, Thor just got Love and Thunder, which uh, is yeah, the, it's the fourth, the fourth movie. Thor, yeah. yeah, there's and, a fourth Captain America movie yeah. coming out. I mean, granted, it's a different, different cap, Captain America, but like, and I am but like same, not same dude from the other two. There's some parts movies. of this that is the different would. I wouldn't even mind if they go back to the quantum realm because I appreciate when they try things. Like Thor is a great now we talk about it, it's a great example. After Ragn- after Ragnarok, screen. you know, it's a big difference and it works, you know. And yeah. so it's okay to go outside of the normal template of, you know, your set kind of movie, I right, guess. Yeah. When like maybe in the next one they can do like, oh, someone's dying and you need to go inside their body and everything takes place inside someone like uh, an anime park. Like, like another Rick and Morty. Yeah, episode. Rick and Morty and anime park. And you're like, damn, there's so much stuff that could be done in yeah. that sense. Or maybe it focuses more on the giant stuff, you know? Yeah. But I think there's room. Well, let's go around the horn, give our final thoughts on Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania. Um, Drew, final thoughts on the movie. Uh, I liked it uh, a lot more than I liked the second one. Ooh. Which is crazy because uh, and then you look at the scores on there or the, on how the reception was and you're like, damn, it's all ass backwards. But um, And movies change in opinion. I mean, there are some great – I'm not saying that this one is one of the greatest movies of all time. But um, people do change and usually don't like stuff yeah. when it first comes out. But it ages better. That's kind of my theory about going. the last two phases. Is a, maybe this is like a when we see the end thing that we appreciate these more. But, but I don't it's, know. It's kind of really like, don't know. It's kinda like Iron Man be. 3. Remember when Iron Man 3 came out? Everyone hated it. But now it doesn't seem as absurd because now you have stuff like Shang-Chi to put context to it. Where it's like this is the real, um, you know, when Wu. Made it a little is, better. Yeah. This is uh, you know, Trevor Slattery does that, and I know a lot of it maybe may seem like a retcon and it should stand on its own, but that that's just the type of territory that we're at on these Marvel stuff that's uh, interesting projects now. That you brought up Iron Man Three though, because Iron Man Three might also get Iron Man Three is where all that outrage and um expectation started. Because it just happened right after the first Avengers movie. Yeah. So when Iron Man Three Iron came Man, around. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, one of the things after that, like I think one of the reviews was like 
why should we care when he can just call Thor or something now? And it's because we're past that threshold. And so it's just like, that's why that you bring that up because now that's the movie that started like spoiling us on all this stuff. That's why for sure. And that's why now we expect, you know, three or four other Avengers to show up and shit like in every movie. And, and shit, I expected him to show up in here too. And so I'm glad that it, they were able to self-contain it to the Ant-Man family where it's like, we don't need uh, to shrink cap and have him come in with us, or we don't need to, you know, grab Loki or whatever. Um, it was self-contained to the Ant-Man family. And, uh, but yeah, I, I liked it a lot. And I think, it surprised me, and I can't wait. I think everyone should see it, and I think that I will probably watch it again. Hmm. John, final thoughts on Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania? Uh, it's better than I thought it would be. Like I said um, at the beginning of the podcast, um, I went into it with very low expectations because I did read a couple of reviews. But I was pleasantly surprised, and I did have a whole lot of fun with the the direction that they're they're trying to take the the story like the overall marvel story i did like the ant-man aspect of it too like it's pretty awesome um yeah it, it's a really fun movie i'm excited for way more king you know like because jonathan majors is definitely on some shit right there like you know he's really really um he's in his prime he's yeah and then they got him while he's like still hungry and you know up and coming and stuff I, i'm sure creed 3 is gonna do like one just from as well um i do want to see what i mean he was good in lovecraft country i didn't watch the entire show but like mm. you know he was really good in he was that. Great, yeah um so i'm excited to see more of him because i'm pretty sure he's going to be dialing up his he who remains uh performance is obviously very different from his kang performance yeah and so like if he's going to be dialing it up to 11 on every single <laughs> variant then like that'll at least be wild to see yeah so uh i'm excited for more stuff and um yeah it was a great movie i um I for for ranking it, I think I, the first Ant Man still takes the cake, and I, I think that's because there's a magic hand involved in that one. But um, a magic hand, the stranger. I do uh, <laughs> a third hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I um, but I do I, I do prefer it over like the Ant Man and the Wasp movie, and it's just um, this is like a big kickoff to like more Avengers stuff, definitely. So yeah. like it, it's a it's a nice start to. To phase five, I, I'm, I'm excited for what comes next. Big stuff, definitely the biggest Ant Man movie I think yeah, we've yeah, ever definitely. had. I, you know what, you, we keep talking about. Get your final thoughts a second time, Jonathan third Majors. Time. But like, it's wild that um, he's he's about to embark on like a almost boyhood esque maintain a character across years of filming. Does that make sense? When and being like, it's not even the same character though. It's and, not. And that's but what he's got to. It's so nuanced. Cause he's like, I got to be different, but also I got to keep that one thing that all Kangs he, have. Well, and he said down. he's not yeah. watching his roles. Like he didn't. He hasn't seen him in Quantumania that because sense, he yeah. doesn't want it to affect the other Kangs the that he's thing? about to play. Yeah. So that that'll be interesting. Ooh, but yeah, whenever he does watch, he's gonna be like, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's what that guy looked. That, I, this was all green to me. Green screen and to he's me. Like, I was blue. Um, the fuck. Yeah, it's gonna be a pretty interesting way that we, I think, have a relationship with. This movie, I think, after these other ones come out, I think initially there's a lot of expectation stuff happening. Mm-hmm. I think not every Marvel movie is a big reset of a franchise that people may expect from things like, I mean, from you know, Guardians and Thor Ragnarok. And I think that uh, a lot of people go in expecting that. I do hope we don't rely too heavily on. Um, building up the big bads the big thing, yeah. uh, in every Marvel movie. Does that make sense? I, it's nice Definitely. when it's tangentially happening, but like I love Shang-Chi and I didn't know what a Ooh. Kang was, who, like who was behind, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. And I, and I still appreciate it. So 
Um, and then I, 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 I uh, yeah, there's so much imagination in this movie. Modoc is crazy. And that's why I'm like, we like comic books and we are in the mind frame of understanding that like we don't necessarily need to read them all to enjoy reading one. Does that make sense? Right. And I, f- I feel like that may be why we just so- super enjoy this movie. I don't know what someone who's never seen an Ant-Man movie thinks. <laughs> Does oh, that, they, they're probably like... I think Drew said it earlier in the podcast, too, where like this could have done with a recap. And I was like, oh, definitely. I think um, if we're yeah. coming from a casual audience point of view, they probably don't know what... See, and they, it's they, the they wild pro- ass. They slipped yeah. in probably in the middle of the movie, but they probably were like, who the fuck? You should have had Michael Pena do yeah. the intro at the beginning and just have him tell you what happened and yeah. that was it. yeah. Because that, that, I mean, it's, yeah, it's wild. Because they were recapping some things that were just really heavy. Then was like, well, we got to put that on the back burner because we're in, in a fucking cell right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shoot, okay. But really interesting stuff. All right, we'll, we'll talk about this movie again probably next week to do a fourth uh, episode. I'm just kidding. Nice. Um, let's go around the horror. Give some plugs. Drew, what do you have to plug? Not ants because I'm allergic and they I, can kill me. So even don't, that up go the whole buy, don't go buy ant farms. Don't yeah. bring them to me. I always tuck in my jeans into my socks when I do yard work or when I go outside because that's how deadly allergic I am. Mm. So that's it. No, I'm just kidding. The Cheat Radio and uh, 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 Rise of uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Don't go watch that shit. I mean, wow. it was an anti plug. You don't want. Do you remember the technology <laughs> that they I used? The, I meant the countdown strikes back. Do you uh, remember go, the go name of the technology they used to bring Snoke to life and bring the, back Palpatine? The uh, uh, Deus Ex str- String Shifter or some shit like that. Strandcaster. Strandcaster. Deus Ex It's it's, a, it's like I a guitar, like, a Stradivat, uh, they just a Strandcaster. What do they use to bring him back? Bad writing. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Hey, Barbara Strand casting. Strand. Try Oh yeah. Not good. Strice yeah. Strand casting. That's weird. John, what do you have to play? Couch um, casting. Couch casting. What, uh, what have you done? I'm just kidding. I think <laughs> I know what you were trying to say. You repeated it. I thought you were trying to say like couch podcasting. No. Nope. Couch podcasting. If I Google it, I think I know what I'm gonna see. Um. Anyway, you, sure you put it on private. Go to uh. Go You've to the already visited Pod. this page 10 times today. <laughs> Go to the uh, Duffinpod Patreon. There's some really cool stuff there. You can listen to all this shit early. Ooh. And video. Ooh, and take video. It, yeah, taking Brent's stuff. plug. Nice. Not, not now, because we don't we don't record these, but um, people have been mentioning how we look. <laughs> hey, Andrew, you're getting fat. You're smaller than I remember. Um, turn off the cameras. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> That's the comment. <laughs> Please turn it off. It's easier to... Go back to audio only. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... Uh, what the fuck else? Oh, you Revenge the of the Patreon. Sequel. Oh. Yeah, Revenge of the Sequel. Um, we just finished up our season. We um, got to come back, though. We're coming back, obviously. Um, the summer of sequels is getting wet. Yeah, we'll have some one-offs this summer, but, but probably another season next um, in the winter or like in the fall. Um, but yeah, listen to that. That's That's got some cool bangers. We had, uh, we had some cool guests on that, too. So yeah. yeah, go listen to that. For sure. Everyone get your tickets for The Flash. Oh, yeah. That's right.